Hello, and welcome to Simple Man Sermons, the preachings of a simple man called by God to share the good news of Jesus Christ. Today's sermon is going to be entitled, A Firm Foundation. For no other foundation can anyone lay than that which is laid, which is Jesus Christ. That is found in 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 11. And by the grace of God, I'm going to explain why Jesus Christ has to be the foundation of your life. How it's the only way to truly live and have that abundant life is to make Jesus Christ the foundation. How to have that life free from fear and worry and doubt. How to have that rock-solid life that we all yearn for. Now let's hear it from Jesus Christ himself. Matthew 21 Jesus said to them, Have you never read in the scriptures, the stone that the builders rejected has become the cornerstone? The Lord has done this, and it is marvelous in our eyes. Jesus is there, is talking about himself, about how he is that cornerstone, that foundational stone which all other stones are laid upon. He's talking to the Jews and about how they can't accept it, how they can't understand it. And it's no different in our world today. Many people today can't understand that. It doesn't make sense to them. Now a lot of people today will reject this, just like they did it in the day of Jesus Christ when he was there in the flesh right in front of them. They rejected him then, and a lot of people will reject him now. Please don't be one of those people. A lot of people want to build their life on money, on relationships, on their significant other. Whatever that other thing is, if that other thing is not Jesus, it's not a firm foundation. Like I said, a lot of people will reject this. Paul addresses this in Corinthians just before we read the first passage. He says, We preach Christ crucified to the Jews of stumbling blocks and to the Greeks its foolishness. But to those who are called, both the Jews and the Greeks, Christ is the power of God and the wisdom of God. Because foolishness of God is wiser than men and the weakness of God is stronger than men. I pray that everyone hearing this is chosen, is called, and this makes sense to you. A lot of people in the world today will seek after that relationship, which is a good thing. But don't make it your foundation. If you base all your love and joy and peace on a woman... I'm sorry ladies, I'm a man, so I'm going to speak in terms of a man. Just reverse it for a woman and apply it to men. But if you build that on a woman and that woman leaves, you're devastated. And even if the best case scenario, God gives you a wonderful person and you're together forever until you die, the fact that they can be taken away leads to uncertainty, and uncertainty to fear and doubt and worry. The opposite of love, joy, and peace. That firm foundation can never be another human being because human beings are flawed and your, your human beings go away. That can't be a firm foundation. There is only one firm foundation, and it's Jesus Christ. A lot of people today will make their foundation money. And money is not evil. A lot of times that's misquoted, but the love of money is evil. Don't build your life on money. Money comes and money goes. Money is only good in the fact that it buys you the things that you need. Just like a relationship, if you build your life on money, it can be taken away. And if you build your life on money, you're always going to be seeking more of it. Thinking that what you have can be taken away. You're always going to be striving for more, more, more. That also does not bring love, joy, and peace. 
It brings the same guilt and uncertainty and doubt. It's why Jesus Christ has to be that firm foundation. A lot of people today will base their foundation, base their life on their career. They'll get their identity from their career, from their profession. And it's good to have a career, and it's good to have a profession. Paul says if a man doesn't work, neither should he eat. It's good to have that, but that can't be your foundation. How many of us out there, right now, started off in a different profession in life, and now that we're older, we have a completely different profession? Professions change. Or how many of you know somebody that has, that had that great job, that great career, and then all of a sudden, you know, economy collapses, something happens, company goes out of business. That stuff can be taken away. I hope you're noticing a pattern here. I could go on with more examples, but those three I think are enough. Those are the big three that people base their identity, base their foundation on. Everything else is shifting sand. The only real rock you can build your life on is Jesus Christ. The only thing that can't be taken away from you is God. Everything else, even your own body, it can all be taken. Only God, only Jesus Christ can never be taken away from you. What shall separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus? Famine or nakedness or peril or swords or angels or demons? No, nothing can separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus. Nothing. You can find that in the book of Romans, by the way. But why would you build your life on anything that can be taken away? Why would you build your identity on anything that can be taken away? Build it on that thing that can't be taken away. When you have security, when you have that firm foundation, you will have peace. The Bible says peace that surpasses understanding. Peace that when other people in the world look at you, they, they notice something different. You don't have to walk around saying you're a Christian all the time. They can just look at you and see that your life is different. You have that peace. You have that calm. And I'm not saying storms will never come. Storms will come. And challenges will come. And there will be hard times. I'm not a prophet. I'm just telling you that that's going to happen in life. But with that firm foundation, you have that unshakable peace, that love and that joy that sets you apart. Like we read earlier, to the Greeks it's foolish, or to the Jews and the Greeks they don't understand it. But to those who are called, meaning you and I, Christians, we have that peace, that firm foundation. We have that thing that can never be taken away. Let's take a case study from Solomon. The Bible says the richest and the wisest man that has ever lived. He had, he was the richest man on the face of the earth. He had everything anybody could think of. Read the book of Ecclesiastes. It spells out. He has hundreds of women, literally hundreds of wives. And if that wasn't enough, he has hundreds of concubines, sex servants, giving him all the pleasures that he would want. He has vineyards and gardens and the most beautiful things in the world, gold and silver beyond compare, land and power. You know what he says about all of that? He says, vanity, vanity, it's all vanity. It all vanishes away. And it all does vanish away. One day... All that stuff will be taken and you're not taking it with you. If that's what you build your life on, it may seem good at the time, but sooner or later you're going to realize there's nothing in it. If God gives you a blessing, praise God, enjoy it, it's a wonderful thing. But realize that God is the source of your joy. 
that money, that thing, that woman, that should not be the source of your joy. God should be the source of your joy. And He can use those things to bring you joy. But realize who the giver is. Anything you have was given to you from God. That's the foundation. That's the source. Don't make your joy... Don't mistake the where your joy comes from as a thing. Your joy comes from the giver of the thing. And the giver of all good things is God. Some people may not recognize that. I mean, atheists may not even accept that. But that doesn't make it not true. Whether you choose, whether anybody in this world chooses to recognize who the giver is and who gives those blessings and those good things, it is God. He is the source of all good things. Whether people recognize it or not, I hope that you do. It'll give you a richer, fuller life. It'll give you that firm foundation. Another thing, don't make yourself and your abilities your cornerstone. Don't make that your foundation. What do you have that you weren't first given by God? If God gives you a talent, the Bible says use it and you'll be given more. And that's a beautiful, beautiful thing. God wants us to have life and have it abundant. But realize, everything you have was given to you. You couldn't take another breath if it wasn't a gift from God. But let's look at a man that started off in the Bible being confident in his own abilities, in his own righteousness. It's none other than Paul who wrote most of the New Testament. These are words from Paul found in Philippians. If someone else thinks they have reason to have confidence in the flesh, I have more. Circumcised on the eighth day, the people of Israel, the tribe of Benjamin, a Hebrew of Hebrews, in regards to the law, a Pharisee. As for zeal, I persecuted the church. As for righteousness based on the law, faultless. Notice the confidence he has in all that he had achieved in life, all that uh, he had been blessed with in life, all that he had had and obtained, all that he had strived for. Notice, notice all the achievements that he had, far more than most people in his day. Now let's see what happens to Paul when he discovers Jesus. This is the very next line, the very next verse, verse 7. But whatever gains to me I now consider as loss for the sake of Christ. What is more, I consider everything to be loss because of the passing worth of knowing Christ Jesus my Lord. For whose sake I have lost all things and consider them garbage that I may gain Christ Jesus. Notice how he considers Jesus Christ to be the most valuable thing in his life. That's the foundation of his life. And look at what greatness Paul achieved. Except for Jesus Christ himself. You would find, you'd be hard pressed to find anybody that did more to spread Christianity in the world than Paul. Like I said, he wrote most of the New Testament. He traveled over a large part of the known world at the time preaching the gospel. And what does he say about his own achievements? If anybody had a right to boast about their achievements, it'd be Paul. What does he say? He says they're all garbage. They're all nothing. They're all lost. Some translations even to say he considers them dung. Crap. Literally. They're all nothing compared to Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ is the foundation of his life. And it doesn't make his life less. It makes it more. It makes it richer. It makes it fuller. He knows that compared to Jesus Christ, everything else has little value. No, I'm not telling you to not enjoy the things in life. Jesus said he came that you may have life and have it more abundantly. Just make sure you put him in the right place. If you have a good relationship, praise God. But realize who gave it to you. 
Make sure you don't real value that person more than you value God. If you have money, be a good steward of it. Enjoy it. God says that he who has more shall be given. It's a wonderful thing. Enjoy the fruits of your labor, but realize who gives you the job, who gives you the money, who gives you everything that you have. Remember to keep it in the right perspective. Remember these two parables. The merchant that found the great pearl and the man who found the treasure hidden in the field. They both considered everything else that they had of lesser value than the treasure that they found. Whatever you have or don't have in life, if you have Jesus Christ, that's the greatest treasure in life you'll ever have. Greater than any amount of money. More beautiful than any amount of silver. More reassuring. More comforting than any man, than any woman can ever be, is Jesus Christ. So don't be foolish and build your life on the shifting sand. Build your life based around the one thing that can never be taken away. Doesn't that make simple common sense? The one thing that can never be taken away. God. Jesus Christ. Surely you've all heard that the best things in life are free. Well, while that's a big cliche, the very best thing in this life really is free. Salvation. A relationship with God. It's a free gift. His arms are open wide. Walk towards Him. Run towards Him. His arms are open wide. An all-beautiful, all-powerful, all-loving Father that we all have access to. Jesus Christ loves you. He loves you so much He died for you. Go to Him. That Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. That you being rooted and grounded in love may be able to comprehend with all the saints what is the width and the depth and the height. To know the love of Christ which surpasses all knowledge that you may be filled with all the fullness of God. Now to Him who is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, Above all that we ask or think according to the power that works within us, to Him be glory in the church by Christ Jesus to all generations forever and ever. Amen. Ephesians 2, 19. I hope that this message blessed you. If it did, please share the good news. Don't forget to open that Bible. The love story between you and God, the instruction manual for your life. It'll change you. It'll change your life. Thank you for listening to the Simple Man Sermons. If you want to reach me, my personal email for prayer or criticisms or compliments, things I can work on on this podcast, it's Melito M-I-L-I-T-O-227 at gmail.com. Thank you. Have a blessed day.